Welcome to Speak Up Queen, the podcast inspiring you to find your inner queen and step into your power. You're listening to me, Zoe, and as always, I'm joined by Abby and Hannah. We are three life coach gal pals empowering you to speak your truth by sharing ours. Join us as we explore the world of personal development, wellness, and taboo topics through juicy, expansive conversations. Welcome back to another juicy episode of Speak Up Queen. In today's episode, we are diving into masculine and feminine energy, what it is, our experiences with finding balance between the two, and as always, our top tips. So I thought for the listeners who maybe haven't come across masculine, feminine and energy, or are maybe just starting out with this area of self-development, we could maybe just start with what our interpretation or what we know about masculine energy and just let people know what it is. So Hannah, do you want to give us what, how you would describe masculine and feminine energy? Yeah. Hi, everyone. So yeah, we all have masculine and feminine energy within us, whether you identify with a gender or not. So it has nothing to do with gender, but often men do tend to have more masculine energy and women do tend to have more feminine energy. When it comes to romantic relationships, you are naturally meant to attract someone with the opposite energy. So if you're more feminine, you will attract someone more masculine, whether you are male or female or in a same sex relationship. So basically there are certain traits that sit within each energy. Some are good, meaning that your energy is balanced, but some are more toxic, wounded traits, showing that the energy isn't being used in a healthy way. The idea is that to have a balanced life, we must all balance these energies within ourselves, even our less dominant energy. These toxic, wounded traits can manifest as all kinds of issues, such as anxiety, intimacy problems, as well as physical problems. And they can also create disharmony in relationships because you can be repelling each other if you're both stuck in the same energy. Yeah, that's the way I would see it as well, that, you know, we we all have the masculine and feminine energy within us, but there tends to be one that's more dominant. And it's about finding that balance between the two and helping it to work with us. Abby, what would you say is your description of masculine and feminine energy? Yeah, I think for me, it's just a great self-awareness tool and really powerful to realize that you can create your own balance that feels good for you. Um, Because once I learned about it, it's quite clear to see and feel in our world and society, I think that we are very masculine energy dominated. And a lot of those traits didn't feel good to me in my previous career like there's quite a heavy focus on competition hierarchy structure it's very results and performance driven and that was myself working in like a sales and customer service environment and I think it's probably quite common I think probably a lot of people will resonate with those sort of ways that they are measured in their businesses in their careers and the types of focus that may be there even though hopefully we are moving a bit more towards being focused on how we how we feel when we're working as well so I I worked really really hard to become consistent at achieving all the measures and things like that but I just found that I wasn't really being myself it was really hard for me to do that I used to try and I remember I'd sit down like most weeks and try and think right okay next week I'm gonna nail it with my schedule and it's gonna I'm gonna get everything booked in it's gonna go so perfect and I would try and create this routine but then because of all these sort of outside demands coming in then they just knocked me off track and I didn't have the space for that flow to be in there because there was just so many tasks on anyway I found it really hard to to balance in that way So learning about feminine energy was something that showed me this whole new way to live life and more flow, leading by intuition and creativity so much more. And again, I think that's harder but possible to get into normal careers until for me it was something that I was able to harness much more in my business because I had the the choice of how I was going to spend my time and energy 
in that. Uh, but again, it's very easy to draw to get drawn into the masculine way of doing business as well with those same sort of traits. So I've chosen to lean into the feminine energy a lot more now in life and in business. But you do still need to find the balance between the two because as we'll we'll cover more about like swinging to the extremes of both both sides of, of the coin isn't healthy and doesn't feel healthy either. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And I think it's really interesting what you said about, you know, we are kind of pushed more into that masculine energy in the workplace and with our careers and without even realizing, and then it can, you can feel really disconnected or it can feel really resistant or hard because you're not in the energy that works best for you, or maybe you're not using your, your dominant energy. I wanted to talk about how we have come across masculine and feminine energy because I actually hadn't heard of masculine and feminine energy or, or knew anything about it until we were talking about it. So I've actually learned about it from both of you. And it was actually through uh, one of our discussions in WhatsApp when you were both talking about what energy you're in. And I just thought, what? what do you mean masculine and feminine energy? What do you mean I kind of both? Like that doesn't make any sense. And it just totally blew my mind and it just like everything just started to click into place. And I was so intrigued by it all. And it became very clear for me that I'd been in very separate energies for different parts of my life. So for work or business, I was definitely leaning more into masculine energy, but with my relationships and friendships, I was more in feminine and I'd never really reflected on it or questioned it. But then once you both started like talking more about it and I started to learn from you, I could see that, that difference. So I just wanted to know how you guys found out about it and how you got to, to learn about masculine and feminine energy. Avi, do you want to tell us about your discovery? Mm. well um you are welcome firstly because I love sharing <laughs> this I just love sharing this stuff with people like anything that's an eye-opener or a new way of thinking and different from the norm just gets me feeling really excited about how we can live life and feel more um like in alignment with ourselves so for me it was in my business that I first started to relate to the terms of masculine and feminine energy although now I can see how it's played out in different areas of my life previously quite clearly as well so sort of me coming out of my life coach training so the first thing I should probably say is I always said to myself I'm just not the type of person to to run a business like it felt like too much hard work I used to say that I wasn't motivated enough. I didn't have the like the drive and that all these sort of what I'd say felt to me like quite harsh, strong, masculine traits. I didn't were the things that I would say I didn't feel like I had. So coming through life coach training showed me a balance of both actually throughout the the training and then coming out as a coach and trying to work out how I want to set up my business can then feel quite overwhelming because you've got all this space and it's very very exciting but there's so many options of like how do you want to structure your day what do you do you want to have like a monthly structure what kind of strategy do you want to use and all these different things um that can feel quite overwhelming and it's very easy again to notice like the masculine traits of business like being very structured thinking you have to set a set time in the day that you're going to be at your desk set tasks have to-do lists all the time and have like monthly meetings with yourself and set goals in a certain way for certain time periods and things like that so that absolutely put me off and when I started to hear about ways of actually running a business and feeling that ease and flow and discovering that there were things that existed like the law of least effort was music to my ears so actually no realizing that there are people doing business successfully in this other way which is harnessing feminine energy and luckily I saw I, I came across people and was attracted to, to finding out about that. And I was seeing that on Instagram more and, you know, the places that I was looking, because otherwise it doesn't always seem like a possibility for you. Like if I'd have known this way of business, you know, years ago, then my life could have looked quite different. And I don't regret anything and think we all go on our own journeys with that, but it just 
yeah, makes me grateful for, for seeing that there is a difference with this. And it's actually quite fun when you can allow yourself to experiment with it. Um, so like I could see how, as opposed to all those masculine energies that I've mentioned, that how actually just getting super aligned and honing in on what you love doing and creating and being in your business from that feminine energy felt much more effective and productive than me sort of sitting down and trying to work things out and always being in my head sort of overthinking and actually what it's led to is me having this ethos almost in my business where I know that the less I try and sit down and do the more impactful I am in my business and the more productive I feel so not in the traditional sense but I know that the more time for play and enjoyment and you know creativity and the more space that I leave in my week to just go with the flow the more powerful and potent my intuition and inspiration can be whilst I'm doing those things like I'll have more ideas come through then about the business that I can then go in action so it's very against the norms of having to hustle and work hard I don't think I could be in in business in in that way yeah that's so interesting and it's so so true what you say but like when you think about having your own business like all these like buzzwords of like girl boss and like hustle like you feel like you have to be this like quite like have this masculine energy to succeed Mm. and actually I remember like us having a conversation towards the start of our businesses and you said oh but I don't really want to do it like this I want it to be more flowy and I was like what do you mean like how can you do that without like having structure and to-do lists and checklists and you're like yeah it's just how I want to do it and then I was like hmm this is interesting maybe this is possible so I think like learning that you can do things a different way and that it is possible to succeed by tapping into the energy that works best for you is is really important Han, what about you? How did you discover masculine and feminine energy? Yeah, so kind of um, like very different to Abby. Um, unlike Abby, it wasn't a focus on my business um, that sort of drew me towards it. Um, it was more to support me with like my personal life and my relationships. And yeah, it's something that I first became aware of probably like two or three years ago on social media and I just felt really naturally drawn to women who were speaking about getting into their feminine energy and getting in touch with their sexuality and kind of healing blocks around that so yeah I just felt really naturally drawn to it Um, but I properly looked into it when my therapist actually suggested that I read this book called Women Who Run With The Wolves. And I really, really would recommend that, I mean, to all women, but particularly if you're someone that kind of struggles with anxiety, I suppose, like I do, and just like feeling a bit of a disconnect. It's kind of written in like old, older language. So you kind of have to like get past that, but it basically tells you like certain stories. And there is this story that I think a lot of women relate to, and it's called Bluebeard. And it basically, it talks about how um, basically this girl who's kind of like attracted to this man, and then there's various sorts of things about him that she ignores, like her intuition. Yeah, I think it's something that a lot of women relate to. And it's definitely something that I related to. So I would definitely um, recommend that book. But um yeah, I think it's it's only kind of been more recently that I realise how much just that state of being and sort of changing your energy and undoing all of your blocks actually massively impacts all areas of your life, like including your business and everything. And like you said, Zoe, like I, yeah, I thought I had such a masculine approach to business kind of thinking that yeah it it had to be done a certain way and obviously like in our last episode we were talking about manifestation and I kind of feel like this is a great way to manifest because I think the universe does like respond to the energy that you're putting out there and I think you know in terms of business if you are in the right energy for you you will just naturally attract people to you no matter like 
how, you know, how much you've ticked off of your to-do list. Um, so yeah, I think it's like a state of being that can just flows through to all areas of your life. Yeah, it, it definitely does. Like I know that when I first heard about it, I thought, oh, but it's just like here and there, but actually it impacts so much and can have such an effect on so many different areas of your life. And that's why I really value you both sharing what you've learned about it with me, because I feel like it's impacted me hugely to know about masculine and feminine more in, in lots of different areas. So we've talked about like how we've discovered it. So how how do you both like personally recognize which energy you're in, whether you're masculine or feminine energy? Like what would you say are the signs for you? Hannah, do you want to kick us off with this one? Yeah, so um, I've actually got a list here of the traits and signs that you're either in your healthy, balanced energy or your unhealthy, wounded energy. Um, and I found this really helpful in identifying where I'm at. So I'll read, I'll read them out. Um, so for the feminine, if you're in your healthy, balanced feminine, um, you're very expressive, intuitive, compassionate, creative, and just like free, just free flowing. Um, and then the wounded feminine is like where you, you can't speak your truth, you feel unworthy, you have shame and guilt, weak boundaries, codependent, always apologizing and over-explaining. And then for the masculine, um, the healthy masculine is where you're very present and aware, you're structured, but you're like not, not stressed. Um, you're able to sort of hold space and be decisive and you're just like clear in your purpose. And then on the wounded side for masculine, um, you can be controlling, dominating, manipulative, overthinking, overdoing and demanding. It's important to note again that we do have, we all have both of these energies within us, whether you're male or female and however you identify. Yeah, and actually another wounded feminine trait is um, having pain on the left side of the body. And this is something I have. So when I found that out, it like, I just felt even more drawn to all of this work because it just made so much sense to me. I was like, that's just, that's just too random. Yeah, that's so interesting. And it's so, it's so good to get, get an idea of like what each one might look like. And I think it's especially, I'm really glad you touched on the wounded side of both because those are equally as important to recognize when you're in those energy energies as well. What about you, Abby? How, how does that work for you with like with the signs of which one you're in? Yeah, personally, when I um, sort of think about masculine and feminine energy, I probably keep it even more simplified than that. And like a lot of the sort of masculine traits that I identify with or just think of as masculine are like structure, order, clarity decisiveness um assertiveness so all things that you could see are helpful to have in your life and then also with the feminine then um like flow creativity receiving and intuition so they probably are the more healthy version of these traits that I tend to focus on and I'm really intentional about getting both of um, those energies into my life and business at the moment particularly to create balance um, because and that that balance actually changes like day by day hour by hour so for me I've just learned to notice more quickly now what feels like what being out of balance feels like to me so that I can bring myself back so that I can um, pick something that's masculine or feminine whichever I need to get back into balance if I have gone too far and for example I'm sat in my business thinking that in any area of my life start trying to solve a problem just by thinking about it constantly maybe as opposed to actually recognizing what I'm doing and giving it some space putting an intention out there that I you know I need some guidance with this um with this query that I'm got, that I've got in my mind at the moment but actually giving it some space maybe going and getting some movement in my body or something like that and do you know what the amount of times that I've given a re like a problem um some space so sort of closed my laptop for the afternoon or just stopped 
intentionally stopped thinking about solving the problem and the next morning when I'm just doing my normal practices and stuff in the morning I just tend to find or even just being in the shower or on my walk or whatever I just find that my intuition kicks in and I just think of things and I'm like oh okay that's a completely different way of thinking about things I would never have got to in my logical physical like in my masculine brain yeah and that's so important to find the way that it works for you isn't it that there might be elements of both that you resonate with but there might be some that you don't and then giving yourself the space to lean into those when it's the right time is really important and that that clearly sounds like it works really well for you Mm. I I think of it like in try and keep it as simple as I possibly can so that I don't like overwhelm myself with it all and I just try and think of the main traits that I resonate with so for example when I'm in masculine energy I'm much more focused I feel stronger in the sense that like I know what I want or what I believe in so I like more confident in my decisions I'm more decisive and I see it as being more disciplined and determined with my time so like having a set structure and routine however when this then shows up as wounded masculine energy I find myself giving a lot of time and space to overthinking and really struggling to accept things that are out of my control and then when I'm in my feminine energy, I'm much more relaxed about how my day goes. I don't have a set plan, but just feel into what feels good and what I'm drawn to doing. And I'm much more reflective, open and in tune with how I'm feeling and things just tend to flow much more naturally. But again, if I'm in wounded feminine energy, I suffer from insecurities much more. So I'll question my abilities and I'm more likely to people please or feel guilty for doing things that I want to do so I, I want to make other people happy you know I can't I'm trying to nurture too much um, and I find mm. it very difficult to handle my emotions so that's kind of how it shows up for me and you know there can be such an imbalance between the energy you know as we said like you can swing so much into one energy and then another time swing so much more into another so I thought we could talk about our own experiences with those imbalances and for me I would say I'm still trying to work out finding my balance with this and trying to figure out you know how it works best for me and my naturally dominant energy is definitely masculine so I thrive on stability having set goals to work on solving problems and I really enjoy taking charge of things and I'm very protective of the people around me however I also have a lot of feminine energy within me as I'm quite a sensitive emotional person with a lot of compassion and I just love caring for others and nurturing them So for me, I tend to be an all or nothing person, which can then end up being quite negative. So I'm either really, really in my masculine or I'm really, really in my feminine. So if I go too far in, I end up being overwhelmed within my masculine energy. So then I have this, you know, good and need for control. I become very self-critical and then I end up just like retreating and avoiding actually doing the things I need to do because it feels out of my control and then I can't handle it. And then that can make it really difficult to allow my feminine energy to come through. And then that leads into wounded feminine energy instead. And I think that just comes from my experiences of being a sensitive, emotional person and actually being shamed for these traits. So then I start to question myself and, and doubt, you know, my worth and, and, you know, those sides of me. And I feel things really heavily at times. And often it gets so heavy that I push this back and and then let my masculine energy come to the forefront as like a way of protecting myself so I don't let myself get emotional or feel those emotions. Um, so I definitely find conflicts between my energy. So I'm quite a creative person and that obviously flows within feminine energy. But a lot of the time, my wounded masculine trait of needing to control things and needing things to be the best stops me from actually tapping into that so I won't like do any painting because it has to be perfect and it needs to you know look exactly like the thing I'm trying to copy or if I'm (laughs) playing music if I can't quite get a chord right I just like give up and walk away because I can't do it it's not perfect you know it's not right so I definitely find imbalances between the two and it ends up with me you know being quite harsh on myself if I go too far into one or too far into the other Abby what about you how does that look for you Mm, I think that's really interesting what you just said like I can literally feel the different energies battling against themselves within you at times there and it is um 
it isn't like it's not just that you find your balance and you are sorted for the rest of your life but it is like working out this way that that we can sort of flow and probably just not swing as much both Mm. ways between the the two and we sort of narrow down that spectrum if you like of where we of where we sit on that and so yeah totally I have absolutely swung too far both ways in both directions and I think to a certain extent we all need to test our limits because otherwise we don't really know what our limits are and what the signs are so in order to find our balance we do need that sort of experimentation so for me it's happened in both my business and in my sort of self-development journey so in business for example last year like we were just talking about I was so keen to embrace um, the feminine side of things that part of me um, avoided start to avoid things that felt too hard or restrictive or structured so at times that led to feeling a little bit too flowy and a little bit lost and lacking in like direction and motivation and towards the end of last year I was sort of getting ready and always charged into this year determined to feel successful and got super aligned with a clear vision and starting to take a lot of action towards um towards my growth and that again actually it felt really good um at times to have more focus and to have more and to know what I was doing in my day and not have to sort of wait and see if something came along but again eventually got a bit lost in that um in the voices of what everybody else is doing in business in that you know you have to be consistent and I wanted my big vision but I exposed myself then to a lot of the masculine ways of achieving that and almost got drawn back into the masculine and things like the algorithms of Instagram and TikTok and that is not me in the slightest (laughs) I am much more naturally drawn towards going with the flow and um, you know anything like a five-year plan would send me running a mile I think that's probably why I um, why I actually avoided interviews so much and I hated the thought of things like that because I knew that was always going to be one of the questions it's always a question it's like I don't yeah. last five years no ago. idea I don't know what I'm doing next week so <laughs> if you if you're going to try and get my five-year plan out of me then good luck um, but yeah it can feel it was really weird that actually the swing into the extreme of both sides there were sometimes some common things that I would feel at both ends of the spectrum which is actually all I wanted to feel was this almost like a more continuous or trusting source of inspiration and the time that you feel super in flow and aligned and I didn't manage to achieve that at the at the extremes of of both of those. So it definitely took the the coming together of the two, which um, is still um, like a, a focus at the forefront of my business now. And then on reflection with my self-development and self-growth work, I can also see that when I joined the world of self-development after um, quitting my job and whilst traveling, it was so much about you need to get up at 5am, you need to be consistent every day in your practices, you need to work hard, you need to hustle, you need to do this, 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 and this. Like there was a rigid way that everybody had to do it rather than everybody finding their own way of, of doing it. Like it was almost like treating everybody as the same person, which is so far from the truth. Um, so now in my self-development, I allow myself much more just to explore what interests and excites me the most and let it flow from there. And that feels so much more expansive. Um, it means that for me, that that too much rigidity just it it takes away the excitement of life for me to know what I'm going to be doing for the next three months I'll be doing the same routine and I'll be thinking of 
manifest in these ex this exact situation in the future and go into this house every single day in my mind until like it almost takes away the the magic and the surprise of like okay so when I actually go and move in this house I've been sat down thinking about for the last three months surely it won't be as exciting when I actually get there so my daily like self-development stuff now although I still do work towards um you know a vision and um, I do daily stuff for my self-care. It isn't as rigid as that. It isn't um, the same practice every day. It's it's much more flowing than that. <laughs> mm. Yeah, and I love that, like that you just kind of take it, you know, a day at a time or a week at a time, see see how you're feeling that day and what, what kind of energy you want to be in and just letting that come to you, you know, mm. as organically I think we as can, possible. We can feel a, a bit of a failure, though, if we... I've been thinking about this a lot lately in like when we go into the self-development world and it's really exciting to know what's possible to achieve even in the masculine way it's presented like okay if I think about this then I can achieve it and if I do this 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 and this and yeah getting up at 5am it did it does feel great for me sometimes like think of all this stuff that I'm doing but gosh the day that you allow yourself to have a lie in you start to feel the guilt of having the lie in or like you start the day that you skip meditation you're like oh my god what is going to become of me <laughs> so it's, so it's just true. about allowing, allowing yourself that grace and that trust and that knowing that yes you might want to practice something every day for a while if there's a practice that you want to get into but you don't have to be doing the same things every single day in the routine way. Like for me, certainly that is not what life's about and that's not what feels mm. good for me. Yeah. It's about, it's about being able to change your mind and change, you know, the things that you're doing, like, that's okay. Like, like you said, if we did the same things all day, every day, life would be so bloody boring. <laughs> we mm. need to, be able to have that flow and like, yeah, just see what happens. They say what we're drawn to. How has it been for you, Hannah, with imbalances in your energies? Yeah, I definitely have imbalances in both energies. But yeah, I just want to touch on like what you were saying about doing the same thing every day, because something that I've learned recently is that women are not supposed to um, work on a 24 hour clock like men can. So men can get up at 5am and do like nine to five and stuff. And women are meant to like, take each day and see where their energy is sitting and like have the lions on some days and not on other days and you know that is to do with like our cycles like we have we we are supposed to work on a 30-day cycle so you know particularly for like that week where you're on your period like we are meant to rest but of course that's just not Mm. that's just not valued in today's society like we work in a 24-hour cycle like obviously yeah we have the weekends but today's society is just geared to the masculine and so yeah and Abby what you were saying about um the world of personal development like I think for a lot of people when they first come across it it is like Tony Robbins of the world and it's very very masculine and there are a lot of female leaders as well who kind of operate with that same energy and I know for me like when I first found it, it was really exciting. And I was like, oh my God, like, I'm going to change my life. I'm going to get up at 5 a.m. I'm going to exercise every day. And like, it, it, you can you can go like that for a little bit, but it's just not sustainable, like mm. particularly for women. And I think for me, that's why combining the spirituality with the personal development is what has been massively helpful to me. And that's why I think I actually ended up, yeah, coming across like, masculine and feminine energy because I was finding that I was drawn to female leaders who yeah were just coming at it from a completely different way with that spirituality combined and of course when you are spiritual you just get so much more in touch with yourself and all of these things but yeah for me I definitely have imbalances in both energies my core energy is definitely feminine because like you were saying Zoe I'm very feelings based emotional compassionate nurturing um and I do feel able to speak my truth in most situations now and I am also able to get in touch with my creativity but I definitely have blocks there as well like you were saying Zoe there is the perfectionist side of me mm. that's just like 
yeah, it's just completely blocked sometimes, even though I know actually that I am deep down a creative person. So yeah, the imbalances show up in that perfectionism and also like I can still have weaker boundaries than I would like and I care what people think and I over-explain myself. And I can also get very anxious and chaotic and out of control. And yeah, being too in our heads, which is a masculine trait, just isn't good for us. That, that's a wounded masculine trait, whereas the, the feminine is meant to be able to connect to her body so much so that she doesn't like go off into her, her head, which of course is something that so many women struggle with. Um, and it can also manifest in feeling disconnected to your sexuality as well. Yeah, which does make sense as obviously the wounded feminine finds it hard to feel safe in her body. And then when it comes to masculine energies, the balanced masculine naturally finds it easy to stay present and aware and able to stay calm and make decisions from a grounded place. But yeah, the wounded masculine in me tries to control situations and gets really attached to the idea of a certain outcome. Um, and yeah, it does feel really stressful. Like you guys were saying earlier with the whole five-year plan thing, I used to be such a five-year plan person as a way to try and like stay in control of my life. Like, and obviously that's why like I'm a quarter-life crisis coach because I was so like, right to be successful and to be happy I need to get married have kids do this do this all by a certain age and yeah it's only now that since finding out about the masculine and feminine energies that I yeah I now can like flow much more and I just think do you know what I don't know when I'm gonna have kids if I'm gonna have kids and there's one time when that would have completely freaked me out um and yeah obviously I still have days where I have to like work on it but for me, just even being aware of this masculine and feminine stuff is so important because the feminine should be able to let go of all of the worry, which is what I want. Like, it just sounds amazing. And obviously now I, I am better at doing that. But then the masculine should also be able to step in and deal with all of the shit and the worry, but in a very calm way. We've talked a lot about like when we're you know more in masculine imbalances and like I think it's really important as well like you've said like the the imbalances can be on both sides and like I know for me when I'm too much in feminine I then start to make excuses so a bit like when I'm like really in masculine like I need to do this I need to like get this done I'm going to be so successful but likewise then when I'm too much in feminine I'm like oh I'm just not going to do anything today and I make all these excuses oh I'm just like intuitively I don't want to do anything today I need a day on the sofa and it can like go the complete opposite way so I think you know like you've said it's so important that we are aware of how it looks for us like to be in masculine and feminine energy and I just wanted to go into that a bit deeper about why we think that's important like just you know to to dive a bit deeper into that so why would you say it's important Hannah to to be aware of those energies and get them into balance yeah, because it's just it's just healthy and helpful to be able to step into both energies when we need to. Um, so, for example, if a man has balanced masculine energy and can handle stressful handle a stressful job, he should also allow himself to drop into his balanced feminine and be able to cry and be in touch with his emotions. And of course, a lot of men are lacking entirely in feminine energy. I mean, obviously, like we've talked about, a lot of women have the masculine, but it, men really do lack in it in the feminine because of the shame and the embarrassment that surrounds it, where they feel like to be real men, they shouldn't have any feminine qualities at all. And then obviously on the flip side of that, due to the patriarchy and feminism, a lot of women are stuck in their masculine simply as a way to survive. So like, for example, and I think we touched on this earlier, um, in the workplace especially, women feel like the only way to be taken seriously is to compete with men and be strong, unemotional, work, 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 and never rest. When actually using some intuition, some creativity, taking time to rest, and like I said, particularly around their cycle, will just help women to not only succeed, but do even better than men if that's what they want to do. Women hold so much power, but have shut it down. Just, yeah, just because we now live in such a mass masculine dominated world where like sensitivity and emotions just aren't valued over things like being able to work 16 hours a day so yeah I think the world is completely out of balance and I think more and more people learning about this could be a really helpful way 
in to make to make those changes yeah it could be such a powerful thing couldn't it like if, if more and more people knew about it and were aware of it it would make a huge difference like to so many things and I think anything that helps us become self-aware is so important anything that helps us learn more about who we are and how we thrive in life and what we need to succeed and feel good is is so so valuable and I try and see the balance in these energies like a car battery so just bear with me while I explain what I mean so in order for your car to drive the way it's built to you need both the positive and the negative terminals and if you connect just one your car isn't going to move or take you where you need to go. And it's the same with masculine and feminine energy. You know, we all have a dominant energy, but if we solely focus on that one and disregard the other, we aren't going to move forward and grow. And it's not that one is positive and one is negative. We need them both, like in in different amounts at different times, because both are important. They're necessary for us to be balanced, to get things done and to have a healthy relationship with others and with ourselves so we just need to learn when and how much of each energy is necessary depending on the situation we find ourselves in so for example in a relationship if you and your partner both have dominant masculine energy this can lead to a lot of conflict because you both want to be in charge and make decisions and take the lead on things but likewise if you're both in dominant feminine energy you'll then be more passive in expecting the other to take the lead which then can cause frustration and other problems so The balance comes when you're both in touch with your dominant energy and you trust your partner's dominant energy, but are okay with displaying your less dominant energy when it's needed. So you step back and let them have the more feminine or the more masculine energy when it's needed. And I think trusting other people to be in their their energy that's dominant and know that that's right for them and that you can be in your dominant and it's right for you, but you know, be willing to adapt and change and, and shift your energy when you need to and when it's important and when it can make things better and help you grow is so so important Mm, absolutely I actually had a quite a big realization about this in the work that I do with self-love because I used to um I used to talk mostly about self-care and now I see that more represented as the feminine side of things self-care so you know nurturing yourself taking care of yourself um, self-compassion etc etc and actually if you only have that that isn't going to lead to like living an inspired life like you said Zoe like you need we need the growth we need the learning we need the taking action because that all helps us in living out our purpose and moving forwards and making the most of life so for me it's like self-love is the umbrella and underneath those two it's balancing like the self-care and the self-growth um for us to to be able to feel the best that we can every day and with with what we're doing it with our lives Mm. Oh, absolutely. We definitely need that. Like, especially for self-care. I think we can think self-care, we just have to be in the feminine, but actually sometimes self-care is doing the masculine side of things as well. So what what have you tried to get more into masculine or feminine energies? And how what does that look like for you, Abby? I kind of like to think of like the balance in the energies is more of like a lifelong dance rather than, like I said earlier, it's not just you get there and then it's sorted. So I like to check in with myself. I think it's really important to do that quite regularly to to make sure whether you call it masculine and feminine or whether you call it self-care and self-growth, however, whatever you want to name that balance Um, just to make sure you're achieving that in your life or maybe you can see more quickly than when some areas sort of tip the scales but for me um, at the moment in particular with my feminine things that I'm doing more of so my feminine looks like um, going out for a morning walk and um, I'm often doing that on my own in my own headspace in the morning um, I'm in nature at the same time so double points <laughs> <laughs> and um, having time in my day um, like this is the easy stuff for me because I, I more naturally gravitate towards this anyway but having like non-planned time in the diary to go with the flow of what I feel like doing um, 
sometimes pushing myself to actually spend time and sit down and be creative like um like you girls mentioned I don't always take a lot of time to do that but I know when I've just sat down and done some drawing or something like that I actually quite enjoy that and that does all help with the flow of inspiration and then balancing that with masculine energy so things like meditation and having some consistency I would say my consistency is in like my meditation practice that's almost daily and I'm quite surprised that's um, a masculine thing to be honest I think there must be elements of like more feminine energy more feminine types of meditation as well but things like non-negotiable commitments to myself so things that I want to book into my week that I need to make sure that I do for me and it can often be like we are quite good at doing this thing like these things for other people but actually making commitments to um, do things for ourselves is great at the moment that looks like um, looking at my finances monthly and I've got to the point where I really enjoy doing that like it was the most boring thing I just wasn't bothered about doing it I was in that state of you know just trusting that the money is flowing in and out and everything's fine but actually getting into order with things is really important in the areas that you want your energy to go and flow as well so like overall I like I describe my balance especially with my day-to-day stuff for myself and in my business as like a flexible routine so that I allow myself to keep reassessing what gets to be part of that routine making sure it doesn't get boring or samey and uninspiring because the whole point of of doing this for me is to to live an inspired exciting life and day-to-day as well I also quite like to ask myself what is the most self-loving choice that I could make next so if I find myself a little bit lost in my day that question prompts me to be really honest with myself. Um, so for example, whether I think I need to rest or watch some crap telly or something like that, or whether actually it's procrastination and then the, the most self-loving choice I could make would be to push myself to do something more assertive like send an email to somebody or make a phone call or something like that so that for me is just a little bit of daily guidance to direct my my energy because I I always know the answer to that one deep down I don't necessarily always listen to it religiously but you know deep down when whether you like whether you need the nap or whether actually going out and getting something done is going to feel best for you certainly in the longer term yeah I love that like I love that like just actually asking yourself like what do I need like what's going to be best for me and the more that you do that the easier that gets I think when you first start asking Mm. yourself these questions it can feel like well I don't know what I want like if I knew what I want I wouldn't be in this situation but actually it's because we we you know push it back and we we do the things we think we should we should be doing um, but it does get easier to like really tap into your intuition and what what you feel is best for you and knowing the steps forward. Hannah, what what have you tried? Yeah, so something that I've really been trying to do over the last year is to let my partner Mark take charge and organize things. So like often us women kind of perpetuate the idea that men are a bit useless and forgetful and that they need a woman to help organize them. That's not something that I feel, but it is sort of like the sort of thing that you, I I just imagine men talking down the pub, like, oh yeah, like she's, she's just been like nagging me again. And then women are like, oh, I just have to do everything for him. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's, society makes it seem like (laughs) that women have to be like mothers to their partners like that's just the way the way it's put across yeah and I think like there obviously is just this idea that like women just have more I don't know like get up and go with certain things and just yeah just like aren't as forgetful and stuff and I just yeah have allowed that to happen in my relationship I like used to organize 
all of our weekends, holidays, like family birthday presents and stuff, like for both sides of the family. And I think that was because I just wanted everything to be perfect. And I also kind of didn't trust him to be able to do it as good as me or to like do it on time, you know, because he is more chilled out than what I am. And I'd get so stressed about like knowing when people's birthdays are, (laughs) that I would just like do it. So yeah, but I, in the process, I did just like make life hell for myself and just let him chill out, which just ended up making me angry and resentful even though I wouldn't allow him to like step up and do it in the first place. Um, And I think, yeah, this is just such a common thing. So I hope that people are laughing when they're listening to this. Like, that is me. Oh, it's Um, definitely me. Like, I'm like, I want you to do something, but actually, you know, I better do it because you're going to do it wrong. (laughs) See, I cannot relate to that in my household. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think you, you are like, it's funny listening to us talk. I feel like, yeah, you are more like the opposite to me Abby I don't know if you feel like that Zoe yeah I think Abby's definitely like chill see what happens and we're more like let's make it happen we need to go out and do this we need to <laughs> even though Zoe you are so much better with like the structure and stuff and I, I don't know I just watch tv yeah so um I've really kind of over the last year really just trying to let go of my perfectionism drop into my feminine and actually let him like step up into his masculine because he is so much better at making decisions than me anyway because he just doesn't get stressed by it um so it makes complete sense that he you know takes care of more stuff and that I give myself a break um but it is hard and like oh god it was his brother's 30th birthday and I was like okay so you you sort out like the card and he got a card that didn't say it wasn't a 30th specific card and (laughs) I really had to like hold back and not be like this is a special birthday I think that it should be a 30th card or at least a brother card but no it just had like a turtle on it or something <laughs> a random card and yeah like oh that was so hard for me not you know I could feel the mm. the anger rising like this like, isn't how I would do it <laughs> yeah yeah so that's kind of like the masculine side and then to help me get into my feminine um dancing is is great like I was trying to do that regularly um when I was doing my zero fucks Tuesday I haven't done that for a while and yeah like you said Abby just like trying to get out in nature and I just try and like really consciously like when I'm out on a walk I have a tendency to just talk or if I'm by myself just think so I really try and you know just look at the leaves and like sometimes I've like picked up leaf and just like played with it and stuff when I'm walking around yeah just being more conscious in nature because nature is is really helpful for for balancing both energies really because it is just grounding um yeah and just trying to be creative um I bought a ukulele recently wow (laughs) my fingers are like still numb from it's on the strings yeah and just like trying to have more fun because I think women have just become so serious and stressed trying to take care of everyone and everything operating in our masculine day in and day out. And I think that is because we feel like we have to, and we're looking up to other people who are doing the same thing. And we, you know, we almost feel like the busier we are and the stressed we are, the more successful we are. And, you know, I feel like a lot of women, particularly mums would have so much guilt if they were like, Oh yeah, I just like, I just chilled out today. And, you know, like we see it all the time with like judgment and stuff of like mums who work part time or don't work, like if they're lucky enough to be able to afford to. And we almost, yeah, it's like we just glamorize busyness. Yeah, definitely. And like, I love like how you've said like, it's just about like finding little ways to challenge that energy. So like for you, like letting him pick the card might seem like a tiny thing for somebody else. But for you, that that was quite a big deal. And finding those little things to challenge your energy and like you know you with your dancing like for me you know I admire you so much for doing that like on on your Instagram because for me I'd be like oh my god there's no way I could dance and put it on Instagram but seeing you do it actually makes me feel better I'm like oh yeah that's like that's really fun and then it like I might not necessarily film it but it makes me then like oh I'll put some music on and have a dance around and it's just finding little things that you enjoy that can help you shift into those energies and can make it a little bit easier I find if I'm swinging too much either way, 
what helps me the most is to just like stop and breathe whatever I'm doing I'll go to a different room or when like the weather's nice I like just going outside and just take a few breaths to calm my nervous system down a little bit and I find I need a reset so that I can get clear on what is best for me at that moment because when I go too too much into one or the other I find I find it really difficult to like find a way out like how can I how can I balance this up again I actually find it much harder to move from masculine to feminine because I think masculine is obviously my dominant energy so if I feel like I'm moving into my masculine too much I'll actually focus more on meditation which is really interesting I that you say that's you know more masculine energy whereas for me I find that really slows me down helps me kind of tap into my intuition more and then I'll try and find ways to like bring more fun into my day so that might be listening to music just like watching my favorite tv shows playing board games with my partner is one of our favorite things to do and just like you Hannah he's like been trying to teach me ukulele as well I was like right I'm going to give you control you're going to teach me how to play and I'm just going to have the fun and like strum the strum the ukulele so just trying to find ways to like bring fun and like not so much structure into my day really helps and then if I feel I'm even too much into my feminine I'll do things to bring more focus to my day so like journaling so I can get really clear on what I want or what I want to do love a to-do list like one of my favorite things to do (laughs) gasp it's like Abby's like no keep it away oh I'm a sucker for a to-do list or like my favorite things I like make lists for lists and just like keeping myself accountable so find ways to keep myself accountable throughout the day um so that might be like setting alarms on my phone like adding things into my calendar so I say right between this time I'm going to focus on this and that really helps me then bring that like more masculine and if I feel I'm, I'm you know going too much into feminine I try to do this quite intuitively though and don't focus on it every single day so I don't want that pressure of what am I doing how am I feeling is this right for me right now like that to me feels like too much and makes me feel quite overwhelmed so it's more I just try to let things happen and I try to recognize the signs more when I'm moving into wounded energies rather than kind of keeping check on it all the time and and kind of let it be free flowing really so to finish up this fabulous episode I thought we could do our top tips as always Abby what would be your top tips for anybody listening Okay, so firstly, just Googling and researching the traits of both can quite quickly help you identify where you might be lying between the two energies. Um, I always go back to things like that and resources that just tell you either what are the traits of each energy or what can you do to get back into the traits of each energy. Um, I find that really, really helpful um, to get back into balance. And I also just love that question. um, What is the most self-loving thing that I could choose to do next? That is a really good question. How about you, Hannah? Yeah, um, so I really like this guy called Jake Woodard on Instagram. We'll put his details in the show notes. He's just really good at explaining what signs to look out for and what sits within each, um, each energy and um, and what you need to balance yeah for the feminine like we've said getting creative is a really good way to start and actually I think if you're more used to being in your masculine actually like having something to do so like I am going to sit down and create a vision board or I'm going to do this it's I think it's like a good way to sort of ease yourself into it and then yeah with your masculine uh, meditation is great by just learning to stay present and calm and yeah like with my experience just like notice when you're being controlling and when you're being a perfectionist and just try to consciously let go of the outcome or like let someone else take charge yeah I think it's really important just to notice those little signs isn't it so for me my top tip like I recently came across a really simple question that I think is just so helpful for balancing your energy and I just love it so You just ask yourself, am I in a state of doing, so trying to get somewhere and move forward, or or being, so like accepting myself as I am. So am I in a state of doing or being? And that can really help you get clarity on what you need right now and where you might want to shift your focus to. So if you've been really deep in your masculine energy, but you feel like you want to be in more of a being than doing state, then you need to tap into your feminine energy more and vice versa. And when you first start exploring masculine and feminine, it can be quite consuming and you might feel pressure to observe and reflect on your energy too much or like in quite an obsessive way. But the point is just to keep things quite natural and just guide yourself when you recognize those signs of imbalance that we have have touched on as well. 
So we hope you have enjoyed this episode and we would love to carry on the conversation with you. So let us know if there's anything else you want to discuss with us about this or if you have any questions and we will see you on the next episode. This has been Speak Up Queen. Make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and we'd love it if you would leave us a review. Find and follow us on Instagram to carry on the conversation. You can find me at she.is.coaching, abby at abby.fish and hannah at hannah.allsop.coach. Thanks for listening and chat to you soon. Thank you.